Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing and you find yourself coming around often... Please become a Patreon supporter of this podcast and support us. By supporting us, this house helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash I see sativa podcasts. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Hey y'all, hope you guys are having a very good one. Um, so I played the victory music um, because um, it's been one year since Canada has legalized um, adult use and Many provinces are at various stages. Some have gotten, have eradicated their black market. Some provinces don't have nearly enough stores to cover ground. And some are doing, are, are allowing craft cannabis to have a shot and have a, have a stake at this new cannabis venture. Um, so I've, I've talked about a lot of different approaches and a lot of different regulations that, um, legal, um, that, that, has happened in the legal landscape throughout Canada, throughout different provinces. And it turns out that Prince Edward Island is turning a profit on their first year of, of, of federal legalization in Canada. So I'm going to read this article from the Grow Up. As usual, I can be found on these various platforms like Spotify, TuneIn, um, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Castbox and other platforms like it. Without further ado, let's get to the episode. PEI turns a profit in first year of running Island's legal pot shops. It's something to be proud of because we look at it through a lens of illicit market displacement, written by Emma Spears. At first, at the first year of federal legalization in Canada draws to a close, many provinces are struggling in their new role as cannabis sellers. One province, however, is feeling pretty darn good about the performance, financially in particular. Quote, a lot of folks from a lot of different areas in government came together to make this happen. Prince Edward Island Director of Cannabis Operation Zach Curie told CBC News, it was a federal decision to move forward with this and under consider considerable time constraints. Kicking off the legal year in cannabis with just three PEI cannabis shops located in Summerside, 
Montague, and the pro provincial capital, Charlotte, Charlottetown. The province has since opened a fort dispensary in O'Leary. Although it may seem small, PEI is setting a Canada-wide a Canada -wide example in provincial canvas sales. It's something to be proud of since we look at it through the lens of illicit market displacement, Curry explained. These aren't per capita total consumption. It's per capita legal consumption. Curry says that one of the province's top priorities post-legalization was to eradicate the illegal market. However, as there aren't many statistics available for illicit cannabis sales, it's tough to judge the pervasiveness of illicit weed. Curry estimates that approximately 20, no, 35 to 40 percent of the island's total cannabis market comes from licensed producers and legal shops. Despite a loss of nearly half a million dollars in the first half of the year, Curry expects the province to take in about $300,000 in profit for the year, largely thanks to the summer tourism season. He also notes that the figure does not include income from excise and provincial sales taxes. PEI's retail system is entirely government-run and private sales and dispensaries are prohibited on the island. Islanders who aren't seeking instant gratification or can't make it to the stores can purchase their cannabis online and have it delivered to their home. End of article. So again, this is this is this is a example that you know small states looking to legalize can hopefully emulate. Um, Vermont, which is just over the border, um, which is just over the border. I mean, it, it's it's still quite a distance from PEI, but it's. But Vermont is also a small state. I mean, I know the PI has, I think, like 200,000 or something like that. I'm kind of rusty on the number. But um, Vermont is a small state, too. They have, like, they have like I think, 600,000 people. And they've only legalized growing and possessing. So, you know, perhaps, you know, perhaps Vermont and, like, smaller states like Delaware, if they get on board, could could learn from how to you know, how, how to set up sort of shops, how to set up regulations, you know, how, how, how to get a legal market growing in your state. It doesn't need to be daunting. So if, if, if there are any Vermont regulators or Delaware regulators listening to this, we can stand to learn from, from Prince Edward Island. And, um, yeah, so don't want to keep this episode too long. Um, Again, um, as always, I can be found on various different platforms. Um, you can follow me in, on the socials. Follow me on Instagram at I am Canvas Sativa. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. Um, we dropped the cast part of it um, because um, just looking for a change of pace, and I just put I just made some business cards that um, had I just put Pod because that was all that could fit. And um, so I got I kind of had to be consistent here. So it's IC Sativa Pod. And if you like the videos and you find yourself coming around to either the videos or the podcasts, you can become a Patreon for just one dollar a month at the following link above. Peace out and ciao. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are a few ways that you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on pay rent, 
pay for housing and equipment and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Sativa podcast. You can also support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. If you are feeling extra generous, we have $5 and above tiers. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave me a voice message on Anchor. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast and click the send voice message button. And I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave a voice message at the phone number 617 416-9389. That is 617-466-9389. And I may just play it on a future episode. If you are in need of some good CBD products, you can also check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp products. You can check them out by checking out this link, um, www.bit.ly slash 33FKRV9. And you can try the following coupon codes. Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, and 15% sign off CBD. And you can use those codes to get a discount on various CBD products on their website. And if you're looking to get inexpensive CBD flour delivered to your door quickly and cheaply in New England, check out bostonhempire.com where you can get frequent sales on CBD flour and other products such as tinctures and edibles as well too. Boston Hempire will get you cheap CBD flour delivered to your door in New England and the rest of the United States for a very, very good price. And I highly recommend their products too. Feel free to enter the URL HTTPS colon slash slash shop dot Boston dot com slash question mark REF equals D Scotland. Peace out and ciao.